0: We're back again on, gosh darn it, it's March already. March 3rd, 2018. It's a Saturday. The sun is out. We had a snowstorm a couple days ago that really kind of rocked everybody, but uh, the snow's just about gone, which is cool. But something is not gone, somebody's not gone, is Dr. Jeff Lipp. He's right here sitting next to me. We're in a new venue. Uh, went to a different library today to uh, kind of get connected here and do some talking. And Jeff, you're bringing something fantastic today, I know. But first of all, how the heck are you? How you doing?
1: My good friend, I am doing extremely well. My day always seems to be better when I get an opportunity to see you. I love the mic in your hand now too. It looks so professional. You look like an f- official podcaster. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, the
0: little tabletop stand does its job. I kind of like it, but this is kind of cool too—having the microphone free,
1: freewheeling, so to speak. Big win for you last night, also.
0: Yeah, we won. Uh, we won the district title uh, against Port Huron, which is great. Um, we had a scare. Uh, The first game of districts against Longscrews North didn't play all that well, and uh, the girls brought it last night. They totally, on the defensive side of things, just for, they played, this is the best game we've ever had all year, and uh, so now we look ahead to regionals, and uh, we're excited. This is a great time of year, busy time of year, but there is a reason why they call it March Madness, I'll tell you that. Love it. All right, so today, Jeff is going to share with us uh, a very recent blog post, it's, still hot off the press, not even uh, 24 hours old, uh, but we were talking here before um, we started recording things, and there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, especially in education, and not all of it positive. Uh, some of it's kind of scary, kind of earth-shattering, kind of worrisome to kids, uh, parents, you know, teachers, and everybody else, um, but Jeff had this great podcast. I was going to have him, uh, I'm sorry, this great blog post, I was going to have him share it with us, and then we're going to just talk a little bit about it. And hopefully get some ideas out there that can maybe help everybody in these uh, situations.
1: Absolutely, my friend. And what I wanted to remind your listeners here, if you haven't got a chance to go over and look at the Dr. Lib podcast, that is where I start focusing on a lot of these different topics. And the podcast, honestly, has only been out for 13 episodes, John, and the popularity keeps growing. I think I'm about 75-star ratings right now. So I am just super pumped and You're rocking it, buddy. Well, it's all because of you, my friend. This platform has given me a lot of opportunity to kind of share my story, and I wouldn't be here without you, my friend. So every time I get a chance to hang out with you and praise you, I'm going to take advantage of that. Thank you. No problem. So from my from my own podcast, you'll hear that I at the end of the every episode, I encourage my listeners to go over to Jefflip.com. And when you go over there, one of the features that's on there is a daily blog posting that I do. And the daily blog posting typically focuses on two topics. Number one, what I learned for that particular day. And number two, the blessing or gift that I've received for that particular day. So I am a very current in the moment type of guy. So when I learned something that day and the blessings that I received that day, I feel that those are life lessons for me every single moment, every single day. And I want to reflect because years from now, I'm hoping to go back from that and see how far I've come in regards to learning those life lessons. So the recent one that I posted last night, which was dated on March 2nd, 2018, is titled Lost. And there are three paragraphs in there. And what I'm going to do, if it's okay with you on your podcast, is kind of read that particular blog post and then get your feedback on every single paragraph. Sounds great. I would love it. All right, so I'm going to start with the first paragraph. And once again, the blog post is titled, Lost. Today, I learned that I am still a very lost person. No matter how much I try to convince myself that I don't need anyone in my life personally, my heart keeps yearning for the feeling of holding someone in my arms one day. When I get lost with my emotions of pain and unhappiness, I feel like a defeated person. After a few hours of processing these emotions, and understanding that this feeling of loss is just temporary, I refocus my life on things that I can control. I remind myself that this is just a journey and that I need to learn and enjoy this journey. My higher power has something amazing planned for me in my life, and I need to keep working through all of this darkness. So it's a lot. Your thoughts, my good friend.
0: Yeah. um, When I read this just a little bit ago before we came on... Um, there's a couple things that jumped out to me the feeling of getting lost in your emotions and pain and happiness. yes it can definitely be um, relationship wise or lack of relationship but you know uh, I felt it uh, a lot recently with um, you know the school shutdown or school lockdowns and the, and the shootings and uh, we had something at our own monitor at Central Michigan University a very tragic event happened um, a student uh, killed his two parents and um I just, I feel this overwhelming sadness and a uh, little bit of anger from, from the stuff going on, and just getting down. And so, what you mentioned there about feeling defeated, definitely. I don't feel fired up. I don't feel like I want to do much, you know. Yeah. Um, and after a few hours of processing, you say, and that's what I've been focusing on for the last few years, really. Of being, you know, it's okay to be in that emotion because that's what I'm feeling. There, there's meaning there. There's something in my heart my soul, especially for that university um, and in schools in general mm. um, but I recognize the fact I can't stay there you know, I'm going to get what I can out of it while I'm in it but and then I, you know what I, And I, it's, it's hit me this morning um, and I've been trying to do this every day and we've talked a lot about this, the act of gratitude I go right back into that and it's something for me simple to remember, okay, one thing right uh, I like one one item list, I guess. But that pulls me out. Yes. I start looking at um, my relationships, the things I love about uh, my wife, you know, my kids, my friends, my work, my students, my basketball team. And that helps pull me out of the depth of being kind of stuck in there in sadness and anger and disparity and doubt and lack of confidence. And um, so this, you know, I remind myself that this is just a journey. I need to enjoy this. Year. Oh, my God, buddy, you're, you're saying through your personal connection here of, of looking for the relationship that you need to fill in your life, uh, and I know it's a, so important to you, uh, right down to the core soul of what who you are. I love those words and how they can help me, help anybody, and it's just amazing that first paragraph. That first paragraph is powerful.
1: When I went to my men's group this morning, I usually go to my men's group the first of each Saturday of each month. And in there we obviously talk about many issues that are happening in our lives. And we talked about this topic of relationships and how God starts you on this journey. And when does this journey stop? And I'm struggling because I don't want to go through pain anymore. I don't want to struggle with the uneasiness of his goal or his will for myself. And it's, it's a struggle of mine personally. But when I spend a little bit of time going to him, reconnecting, letting myself go and just kind of have an open dialogue with him, that's how I start my morning with that early gratitude. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing lately is, and anyone can do this, I either go to him in conversation while driving to work And I kind of pray to him in regards to, you know, give me the strength today to survive. Thank you for giving me another day to be around amazing people, helping use my gift in any way possible. So that feeling of gratitude starts in the morning. Now, when I don't get that opportunity and I feel rushed, my day is completely jacked up. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it takes me a little bit to refocus. Literally, when I sent you that article about Central Michigan um, experiencing that kind of tragedy or that crisis in that moment, I literally went to prayer in my own head. Mm-hmm. I, I asked the Lord to take care of anyone affected or um, at that campus right now experiencing anything negative or them to be safe. Because mm-hmm. right now, safety is a huge issue. And this goes back to all the relationships that we, you and I talk about. When, when we started before we even came in today, Like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I feel great because I get to spend this little bit of time with you. And it is all about the relationship. And I know this week has been so hard on you, my friend. I mean, I think the bullet situation found on the Lakeshore floor, right, in the high school, that was this week too. Am I correct on that? It is. It was Monday, starting out our week. Right. And then now you end the week on Friday with this school shooting that took place over at Central. So share with our audience or your audience, to that to be specifically, what was it of gratitude message that you kept telling yourself this week to kind of get over those two things? Because that's a lot of safety stuff.
0: Yeah, the the first one when we had uh, the bullet found at our high school and went into lockdown, and you know in my head I knew it wasn't a drill. Right. You know, it wasn't on the calendar. We hadn't talked about it. Um, so um, our, our mutual. Colleague Tasha was in the room with me. She was teaching her class. I got in there just a few minutes before the new class was supposed to start, and the new class, second period never started. And so we went into procedure of, of turning off the lights and kind of getting secure. I locked the door, which, you know, I got a lock on the door finally. We have a temporary door in my room. Uh, We've been under construction for a while, um, and so I, I thought about how, first of all, boy, if I didn't have a lock on the door, what would I do and um, we started talking to the kids, and, you know, I talked to my classes all day, those that showed up the rest of the day, because there was a lot of people that left, um, and I went back to the Florida uh, high school shooting recently, where that football coach yeah. uh, sacrificed himself for his kids, and I, and I broke down, as I probably will now, you know, I haven't had the conversation I had with my daughter last night, uh, we went out after uh, the game, after we won, and a couple of the coaches, we um, were talking with them too, and but I, you know, I need to have this conversation obviously with my wife and, and my son that they need to understand I would do the same thing as that football coach. And most, if not all, the teachers I know would do the same exact thing. And so when this happened at, at Lakeshore, that brought, I, and I've thought about it in my room what exactly what I would I do you know, if, if something were to happen, that brought it to a forefront. It brought it to an immediate um, thought in my mind. And I still didn't waver. I still didn't, you know, I would get kids behind my desk while I was going to the door, you know. And I would grab a couple chairs, you know, the staplers, the three-hole punch, anything I could. I told my kids, man, somebody's, somebody's going to lose their head when they come in here, if they're going to do you guys harm, you know. Um, my two nephews go to a different high school in the area. Uh, they had issues this week. Um, you know, we had another, we had a fight incident in our school just this this whole, it's real negative, it's real scary, it's real, a lot of anger, not just in our school, our city, our county, our state, it's across the country, it's across the world, and uh, it's very concerning, but when I get down, like I said before, I just have really amplified and connected to gratitude, uh, the people in my life, my wife, our dog, it's amazing the simplicity that a dog can bring to your life, as far as uh, love, and, and caring, and just... Um, just that great, great feeling of, you know, he's there for you. That's his sole purpose, which is just amazing. And I know we've talked about our dogs. Um, but it gets it gets me back in the saddle. It gets me back standing up, dusting myself off, you know, wiping away the tears, and getting back in the game and, and doing things that I have to do. Because, you know, like I've told some people, we ain't letting these sons of guns win as far as whoever they are. The negative, you know, they, they bring this negativity and hate. Um but, man, it's it's overwhelming. It's every day. It's, you know, it's every day, and it just keeps beating you down. And then I was when you were talking a little bit ago, Jeff, um, about, you know, when you find gratitude in prayer, I know you couldn't get through your day without it from the standpoint of the crap that hits the fan that you have to deal with. You know, <laughs> it's amazing that you got to have that in order, I think, to get through. Because we all get crap right. throughout the day. So I was going to wonder how you kind of answered it already, how do you do it?
1: Right, and what I want to add to that is that what you just stated there and that little bit, and it almost got me really choked up too, was the fact that fear is real. Fear does exist in this world, right? And everyone has a opportunity to conquer that fear depending on what they believe is the best fear cure, to put it in the best words. But the fact is that the other aspect that you just shared, along with attitude of gratitude, is the fact of love. You went to a relationship. You kind of refocused your mindset on understanding that love does exist in this world, and honestly, love conquers fear tremendously. Mm-hmm. So when you put yourself, um, and when you put yourself next to people, and those people mean more to you sometimes than yourself. That's what I'm hearing. And that's what love is about to a certain extent, is being able to prioritize other people before yourself. And that just moved me because of the fact that that is part of who you are in your soul, is that you have this love. And when things are in the culture of a school sometimes, or in our society sometimes, that doesn't correlate to love. It's painful for everybody. And so it takes time, it takes understanding, it takes knowledge to kind of conquer that fear. Fear, and more than anything, is a misunderstanding or this anxiety-based feeling of the unknown. So the fact is that once you understand that, hey, listen, I'm trying to gain as much knowledge as I can, or how can I mentally tell myself that and educate myself that this is what I can do to help solve this problem, then you're going to conquer a lot of these fear issues. And it just takes time. It takes practice because fear, like I said, is so real. So, so real, my friend. Mm. All right, let's move on. That was just the first paragraph. I didn't think it was going to be that quietly extensive. I'm glad there's only two more. <laughs> well, you and I like to reflect. This so is good. This, this is, is good. Yeah, this is really good stuff, too. So, all right, the second paragraph of this blog post on March 2nd. I truly don't know if I'll ever find her. As a strong-willed person, I remind myself each and every day that I am loved by many people and my higher power. If my higher power wants me to be with someone, then he will present her to me. Until then, I need to continue to work on myself. I need to continue to keep putting people before myself and keep giving as much as I can to people that want my time. This this positive mindset and giving spirit within me is so important because I don't ever want to fall victim to loneliness. I have felt very alone before, and I don't ever want anyone to go through what I have been through your thoughts my friend Ooh, a couple of things popped into my
0: head um definitely and we've talked about this when you focus on others your problems they're still there but they tend to right. you know get less sharp or minimize or go down a little bit and uh that's saying that we shared uh, boy last year sometime when we uh, when we celebrate our successes they are doubled and when we share our Pitfalls or are down moments. They are lessened. They're cut in half. Something along those lines. I'm butchering the heck out of it. No, that sounds
1: about right. But
0: you are the leadership guru, so I'm going to take your version uh, of it. So there's plenty of versions probably of that. But, um, yeah, when you do focus on others and helping them, you're really helping yourself. Absolutely. It doesn't solve your problem, I don't think, but it definitely lessens it. and I think it puts it in perspective. Um, and when you, when you see other people benefiting from you helping them, I really have seen plenty of examples where that gives you the strength to keep going in what you have to do. Um, and I think, that, I think that's pretty powerful. Um, the other thing I, I like in here where you don't want to fall victim to loneliness, I, I wonder um, the strength that you have when you typically do hang out with a lot of couples. Right? Oh, this is a great point. Um, and, I, and I wonder, is there long does it does it reemphasize the point of how much you would like to have someone to share your life with absolutely Does it hurt more does it make you feel better knowing that you got friends with examples that you can turn to of of what true
1: relationships are that does it help you hurt you strengthen what what are your thoughts on that several thoughts I've been to so many weddings since the divorce Mm -hmm. and in these weddings I've gone alone to pretty much all of them no matter of fact not pretty much all of them have gone to alone and it's difficult because you see the essence of what love can be at weddings and a lot of these weddings that I've been to these people come to my wedding and it's hard for me to go through that because I yearn for the day where I can you know give my love and invest in someone again. But here's the thing that I've been thinking about and what really got me over everything last night, and this is what I do in a lot of those situations, is the fact that what am I learning at that moment? So, for example, last night, and this usually happens on like Friday or even Saturday night sometimes, is that when I get through an intense week of work or an intense week of just trying to do everything that I can in that week alone, I'm drained, like physically drained. So I have no more strength to kind of fight back all the emotional pain that I am to be going through. Because not only am I hurt from all the stress of the job, because that's just who I am. I take on a lot of people's, like, problems. I have to come home, and I would normally dissect that with somebody. You know, just have them have an open conversation. So I asked. I asked my higher power again that last night. I was like, why am I alone? I need this. And you kind of know that I need this. And... I didn't get a response. I never really get an auditory response. But what I heard more than anything that him saying back to me or what I felt was the fact that, you know what? You're going to rely on me again. This is going to strengthen our relationship again, me and my higher powers. Then, in addition to that, he's like, you know what? Get on there, blog, write about that experience right now. So, that time that I would have spent with someone, I took that time and I channeled it into a larger audience to share everything that I was going through. Because this, re- this message, this blog post, I would imagine resonates with a lot of people. Loneliness is a detrimental, debilitating type of thing. It really is. When you feel like you're completely alone and there's no one else out there in the world that can help you through it, you feel isolated, you feel like you, there's nothing you can't conquer. I mean, you, you can't conquer a single thing. But the fact is that it takes time to kind of build that confidence to go through all that loneliness and to understand that, hey, you know, what am I learning right now? And it makes me think about everything else. It takes myself out of that perspective. So let me give you an example to really kind of slam dunk at this home since it's basketball season and everything. I like it. (laughs) So the last wedding I went to... Uh, it was a wedding in Seattle where my friend Jason and Lauren got married. And if, if anyone's been keeping up with your podcast, you heard me speak a lot about them before. I went to that wedding. I still up been that wedding. I didn't bring anyone with me to that wedding. And it was awesome because of the fact that I was really connected with them both. And I was so happy for them. But the fact is, when I got to that wedding, I'm in a completely different city all by myself. I mean, I had some friends, but really I'm alone, you know. It's hard. But then, you know what I did? I remember meeting different people. Like, a lot of Jason's friends in Seattle. I went out there and I I, I initiated a conversation with them. I kind of opened up with them and started connecting with them. And now, I'm closer with some of those people than I am with some of these people in Michigan. Honestly. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what he's challenging me to do. Okay, so no more sitting here being the victim that no one is with you and by your side. I want you to go out there and meet some different people. So once again, I try to take that feeling of loneliness and conquer it by giving my time or opening up a dialogue or introducing myself to someone new that might want to have a general conversation with myself. And that brightens up and opens up my day tenfold. It really does. So I love the question that you asked me, but it's still something that I still kind of like... And working on it on a constant basis because the fact is is still there's no one by my side and that's okay i'm okay with that but it's just that intimacy part is probably the most part that i'm struggling with more than anything but you know in due time i find that the an interesting point that just came out to
0: me was how you choose you're, you're big on relationships you're big on living in the moment absolutely and during that moment, you're choosing what to do next with that. Right. So instead of, oh man, I'm I'm gonna pen down at the bar, you know. Right. And and, and again, going out and having a drink, nothing wrong with it. But if if you're turning, as many people do, to where um, you create more problems on top of the problems that you're trying to get away from, you chose to, you know, learn the lesson. There's a lesson to be learned here, and go out and not only help other people, but let me write about it too to where i'm feeling better as i'm writing and now you're gonna get some feedback from this we're talking about it now so there's a lot of positives that are coming from this compared to you just sitting in that moment i think that's huge
1: that's great the word giving is is essential there right there and then and you really nailed it and what we did and this this is a really good story because of the fact that if you're ever struggling with an addiction out there like i don't care what you're addicted to and I think you and I did this uh, podcast earlier was the fact that when we met Anthony Bob, he deals with a lot with addiction. And he indicates that a lot of people, everyone in this world is born addicted to something. Um, it could be anything from a fantasy football hall all the way to some type of drug or alcohol. But the fact is you're addicted to something. And for a lot of people, when you are able to give to another person or pray for another person or give to something else, you're taking yourself out of the context of concentrating on your addiction and then giving your time to something different. And then that does tenfolds to your soul. It makes you feel so much more powerful that you can conquer with your addiction, mm-hmm. that you can overcome things. That mindset of being able to conquer something and then that giving spirit are two things that will help anyone conquer addictions.
0: The giving spirit that just triggered something. When you're out there giving... You're investing, you're getting yourself out of the way, but you're also in a position that you will see new opportunities come around that you wouldn't see if you were stuck back feeling sorry for yourself, right. feeling angry, feeling negative. And like you just shared, the new people, new relationships. Absolutely. You could have easily gone back to your hotel room, you know, oh, I'll order in and you know, let's see what's on TV. But you're out there connecting with people, you took the opportunity to open up new doors, and now some of those doors have stayed open, and I bet there'll be something that comes from it, relationship wise or opportunity wise, or just friendship wise, you know, from what from your choice that you made, which
1: I think is very powerful. And you bring up the most amazing point with what you just said there too. We're just really reflecting really well right now. It must be because we're getting close to thirty different podcasts together. <laughs> but the last thing I want to say about that is I have a choice. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a choice, mm-hmm. right? I can either choose to stay, like you, using that indication or that example you just said, in the hotel room by myself, or I can choose to go ahead and expand my horizons and trying to learn something different, right? But everyone could tell me that same advice. Everyone could. I, matter of fact, I've heard people tell me that. You know what? You know, you gotta get out of this funk. Just go out there and get on Tinder or something like that. You know, do something crazy, right? That's just not who I am. That's ethically and um, value-based. That's not who I am. So if I do something that's not aligned to my ethics or the values that I see in my life, then I'm disaligned and I'm not on track. So that choice of staying on track, there's an easier route all the time. I'm like, well, why don't I just take the easier route? It's never going to get me to where I need to go. So might as well try to put the work in now and kind of keep moving forward with that momentum. Great point. If it's difficult
0: and worthwhile, it's probably worth hanging in there, right? I love how you just pointed out, sure, I can take the easy route. It's one of those things that everybody does, and it's easy to do. I've done it before. I can do it again. Love those points there.
1: All right, so here is the final thing on the blog post that I made. And this is what it reads, and it really kind of hopefully transitions to everything that we've talked about today. The blessing that I received today was understanding that this emotional pain will pass. I surround myself with good people in my life, but not everyone in my life believes that my choices in life are good. I must admit that I have caused myself emotional pain sometimes by letting these negative people stay in my life. People that come from a negative mindset find their way into my life, and I need to understand that I can't change these people. These people need to love themselves, and I can't do anything for them until they unlock the potential that I see within them. My job is to not buy into this type of negative mindset and to focus on what I can become. I need to prepare my heart for her, and I can't do that unless I continue to work through this temporary emotional pain. By writing, podcasting, and envisioning my success, I remind myself that I'm worthy of all of this love. At the end of the day, the biggest battle is conquering my own inner voice, and I know that I can win this battle. Don't ever give up. Jeff. Mm-hmm. your thoughts my friend love the
0: reflective piece um, about especially there at the end don't ever give up and I got those signs all over my classroom um, I, you know, I've, uh, in the 25 years I've been a lecturer there's great students left and right every single solitary class um, and one of them Jennifer gave me this great uh, little sign from years ago that I have in my room You know, don't ever give up Winston Churchill's famous saying and I see that every day when I walk in. It's so one of the first things I see in, in the back of my room as I head toward my desk. And it reminds myself not, not to ever give up. And I just love the fact that um, the reflective thing that you have with this is very powerful for not only you, but it's obviously helping a whole bunch of other people too. And um, by writing, podcasting, envisioning my success. Those are three things, writing and podcasting. Podcasting's new. You've been journalizing for years. You know, your gratitude. Got Absolutely. How many novels and, and chapters <laughs> of a book that you're going to do because of that? That is awesome. But envisioning my success. The mind, you know, when you, if you don't think it, it won't happen. Whatever Absolutely. it is. Right? Absolutely. Magic of thinking big. Um, it is one of those things that I don't think we do it nearly enough. Um, I think we need to do more of it. Right. And when you're talking about, you know, choosing not to hang out with negative people and letting them affect you. There's certain people that might be negative or going through stuff that you love and care for. Um, and I have put made it a mission to try and help myself out there too, but um, whether it's my wife, my kids, and especially my students or my players, just to hang in there with them and be encouraging and to keep letting them see and hear things that maybe they don't see in themselves yet. You know, we, we rise to meet others' expectations of, what they see in us because we can't see it ourselves sometimes. And that's been one of my main things is being a teacher uh, and a basketball coach that I try and do with all my kids. And some of them take it and they connect with it and some of them don't. But you know what? I think weeks, months, years later, they remember that encouragement. Hopefully other people are trying to invest right. them in too. But that really stood out to me that, um, you know, if you're doing it to yourself as far as reflecting and trying to invest in yourself, you got to do it with other people, too, because maybe they don't see it yet in themselves. That's what I picked up out of there, that you're doing, which is awesome.
1: And I do hang out with the people that are very fear-based, and I do hang out with people that aren't too worried that you're putting all this personal information out there in the world. I'm not one bit worried. And because without this information or these experiences, they would never be the person that I am. I'll be honest with you. If I did not process all this pain... I would still be in the pain like a lot a lot of pain but I'm not in pain I mean I'm in pain because obviously there's a lot going on and and, but I don't stay in the pain like I did before so if I can reach someone in regards to sharing this message and it resonates with other people then it's worth everything you know it's the fear of the vulnerability or the fear of being judged right and a lot of people have that fear and that's okay to have that but for me that is the biggest improvement in my life over the last three, mm. three years, that I can honestly say. Mm. When I look at when I was married and the things that we were struggling with and the fact that I wasn't able to share those things because I was so fearful of what other people would think, at the end of the day, that made no difference because of what it really was my own self. So before I even started and in this blogging or you know, this podcasting, you know, I went to my high power. I go, what do you want me to do with this? I have all this information, all this vulnerability, all this just pain that has been there for years. What do you want me to do with it? And then it wasn't, once again, I didn't hear any auditory voice or anything like that. It was literally when we went to a training and we talked about podcasting and you're like, would you ever want to get on? And from that point I've taken one little entry into a doorway and i just blown that door out of the water, you know, because of the fact that That's who I am now. I I get so passionate about doing these things with you right now, it just builds energy off for me. So do I care about what other people think? To a certain extent, right? Because everyone does. You wouldn't be human if you didn't care what some people would think, right? But the fact is that if you're a perfect stranger and you don't know me personally, well, this is just my story. This is who I am, you know? And I can't hide that. And I don't ever want to hide that ever again. So, you know, I think everyone struggles in life with something. You know, there's no one that lives a perfect life. But if my story can resonate, kind of like how you share your story sometimes with some of your players, some things might stick, some things might not. That's fine because they've probably not been through something like that yet. Okay, but understand that when people are older in life that want to share this knowledge with you and they want to give it to you in some type of manner, you can just take it as a lesson whether or not you want to receive it or not. That's totally up to you. Mm,
0: Love that. Yeah, and these these are sure great lessons because, like you said, we're all struggling And that's the other thing. Not only do we not care for being judged so much by other people, but we forget the fact that, you know what? Whatever they're going through could be 100 times worse than what I'm going through. Right. And chances are that's that's pretty true, you know? That's 100% accurate. Yeah. Right. You
1: don't ever know someone unless you live in their shoes. Absolutely. Empathy is a huge skills trait for any human being to possess. If you're able to apply that type of skill set to anyone going through their own pain and to support them then it makes you a better person. So empathy, not everyone has it. You know, It's not something that you need to have in life, but it makes you connect with people a lot easier. And All about being authentic. All Absolutely. All about being
0: real. You know, John right. O'Leary says it all the time. We all are telling a story to the world, but it's usually not the story that needs to be told right. or that we really want to tell, and we're sugarcoating this and that. And uh, Just getting real with people is, is one of those things that I think we need to do. Uh, a heck of a lot more of, right and uh, I look forward to continuing this, uh, these conversations with you. And because it is such great teaching, and I know, um, not only part of your new job is counseling, uh, a ton of kids and helping staff members there, but you're also teaching a class, which is, you know, kind of right up your alley. But it's definitely new, uh, and so I know you're just. Uh, there's a lot on your plate, but buddy, let me tell you, you keep doing what you're doing because you're helping a ton of people, and. Uh, Yeah, that one door is blown off the hinges, (laughs) and you have seen so many other doors now that uh, it's just exciting to um, be with you on on your journey through all these different doors.
1: And I was super excited, and I told you this before we even started today, is that all these people that are coming on my show, my own, the Dr. Lib podcast show, these people, when we leave after we get done the interview, they thank me. They're like, this has just been the most amazing experience, and I'm like... Yeah, it was just a Q&A, and they're like, no, this has just been awesome, it's been therapeutic, it's just been amazing. And what I was thinking about this more and more, people on my show in general, all these people that have interviewed someone, they're all celebrities in my book. Yeah. And the, the reason why is because they have a story that it will resonate with someone in that world, I can guarantee it. You know, your journey through life is real, you know, and it's authentic, and because of that relationship and your story, it makes people gravitate towards you, and they want to hear more. And that's what people have been telling me nonstop. I mean, some of the upcoming shows are just going to be amazing. So we've got to continue to do this. Absolutely. This, is, this is how we both grow personally.
0: Absolutely. And I know I'm lining some people up to come on my show as soon as basketball season's over, which is soon. But, hey, if we can keep winning here for a couple more games... It's going to be some good stuff getting, yeah, absolutely. getting into the state championship. But, hey, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Uh, hopefully, wherever you're at and whenever you're listening to this, uh, it brings up some ideas that, you know what, whatever you're going through, you can definitely get through it. Um, you definitely have a story to be told, I think, and it needs to be told. And part of that is to, you know, keep in touch with Jeff. You know, head over to JeffLip.com and, and see what he's all about. It, his stuff is growing leaps and bounds. He's making great connections week after week, day after day. And uh, I tell you what, this man's going places, and I will be hanging on to his coattails, going with him, because uh, I trust this man, I love this guy, and he's just doing such a great job. And I
1: do enjoy our time together. So thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate you coming on again today, buddy. It's just amazing hanging out with you. Uh, Just a couple other things, too. I think you started an Instagram account. Is that correct? I did. Yeah, you might want to plug that. So if, if some of the listeners here want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on there, too. Uh, my Instagram my handle would be at Dr. Lip. And the same thing would be for my Facebook community page. If you want to find me on Facebook, hit me up at Dr. Lip also. So those are two different places. But, no, definitely check out the blog. If you're an iTunes subscriber, I want you to go ahead and give Mr. Coach John Daly a five-star rating on this one. And then if you can find my podcast and help me up with a five-star rating, that would be awesome too. But really, in general, this guy deserves all the five-star ratings. His podcast that he did with me on my show will be rolling out again this upcoming Tuesday. So I'm going to promote that again so you guys see some pictures that you and I had before. Because when Apple rolls out its first five podcasts, obviously you have to upload five podcasts. Well, you were number four. So in that transition, there were five podcasts that people were listening to, and some of those the ones got lost in translation. So for your listeners, they should just tune into that too uh, this upcoming Tuesday awesome thank you
0: buddy uh yeah so look on uh, my facebook page for that coach to expect success and over on twitter at coach to success and my uh, new one is coach john Daly. so i got three different ones which i don't know if i'm going to stick with the three different ones but i definitely wanted to um, have that name out there as well they need to get a hold of you period thank you buddy i appreciate that all right everybody hey hope you're having a great day if not try and find some way to make it great and hopefully these puzzle pieces that uh, jeff and i are throwing out. You're going to pick right up, fit them into your puzzle somehow of of finding success in your life and uh, look forward to uh, talking to you soon and keep hanging in there. Keep doing great things for yourself and other people and we'll talk again soon. See you.